This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> the Podcast Playground. is the Darren Harris Podcast. Here's your host, Darren Harris. Yo, what's good, folks? Welcome back to the program. I'm your host, Darren Harris. This is the Darren Harris Show. Listen, in the last week, we have watched the people of Palestine and Israel suffer unimaginable atrocities. There have been images that have been put into all of our heads that we will never forget and will forever be burned into our minds. And that's just the facts. The world is unraveling, folks. And I couldn't help but think. I couldn't help but ask the question. I had to ask myself (coughs) this question of myself which led me to ask the question for the rest of the rest of the country, the rest of the people. I mean, that, I mean, this directly affects everyone, everyone in the country. I mean, realistically talking, how ready is the average American citizen? Should we be attacked on a large scale? If we went to all-out war, if it became all-out war, what would happen? Are you prepared? Are you? Because I know I'm not. Most people, most people aren't prepared. Most people aren't prepared. And most people aren't prepared in a lot of countries, in a lot of places. Just not prepared for war. Now, war in the United States would look really different. Okay? War in the United States would look different for a couple of reasons, but one real, really major, it's a major reason. reason. The reason why is because the citizens are armed. Not just the military is armed in the United States, but the citizens are also armed. So it would be extremely hard for someone to invade on, you know, have some sort of ground assault 
in the United States. It would be it would be very hard. But would we be prepared for that? I think some places might be. It'd be hard to un- understand what was happening first. But <clears throat> I think we'd get a handle on it pretty quickly. <laughs> Especially, you know, you try to come in through Miami. The first thing you got to deal with is Little Havana. You, yeah, it's you, you, good luck. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but the citizens here are armed. So war on, like, a, just like an all-out war on this soil is 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 unlikely, or is it? Now, check it out. These are all of the conflicts that I can kind of really, that I can kind of name off the dome really fast. Russia is at war with the Ukraine. North Korea hates the shit out of us and is building missiles specifically to reach the shores of the United States. They fucking hate us. Israel is at war now with Hamas, like a full-scale war with Hamas, and that is it's destabilizing the world. And on top of that, there is cultural destabilization here at home. There's a lot of fucked-up shit happening here at here in our own country. And I'll give you... I'll give you, check this out. What do all of these things have in common? I'll give you a hint. It starts with an A and ends with America. And that's the truth. And you know who's involved? You know who directly, that affects directly? You know who that affects directly? I'll give you another hit. Starts with A and ends with Americans. Yeah, we're the ones that are affected. The everydays, the people that wake up every morning at 6.30, get in the shower, brush their teeth to be at work by at their desk by 9 o'clock. The soccer mom, the single mother, the entrepreneurs, business owners, all the daycares that affects us all. We have to understand one thing. Every city, every major city in this, in this, in this country is a target. Every major city in this country is a legitimate wide open target. I mean, just a tar- this out there, just out there. Like, Washington, D.C., most definitely. New York, absolutely. Chicago, Los Angeles. All the major cities. Miami. Jacksonville. Everything. All the major cities. All the major cities. Are you prepared? Are you? Because I know 
I'm not really prepared. Do you have a plan in place? Do you have supplies or equipment? Do you even know what to get? Would you try and survive? Or would you just say fuck it and give up? How ready are we? Most of us as Americans don't even think about it. We don't even think about it. We don't think about it because we are so busy in our everyday lives with the rigmarole and I got to go to this place and I'm going to Whole Foods to pick up dinner for tonight and I'm supposed to meet such and such for, you know, basketball game and, you know, it, it, it just just so much stuff in our everyday lives that the possibility that war doesn't even seem we don't we it we don't even consider it so beyond our our realm of possibilities we don't even consider it we 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 don't even consider the fact that there are people really legitimately trying to get us as a country the people they don't care about they're trying to get us <laughs> you know what i'm saying they're trying to get us they have a hard time getting the president. You know, they already know that. So what do they get? They get the citizens. They try to get us. They're trying to bring down us. Us. You get me? <laughs> they may hate this guy. They may hate, I guess, what America stands for. So I guess in they're out to get us, but they don't understand that a lot of us are just regular people like them. Just working class people trying to survive, trying to be around their families, trying to make it home for dinner. But they don't care. So what do you do? You got to get prepared. You got to get prepared. Now, I don't want to get into politics. I, I really don't want to get into politics and get into the, all the different reasons that these wars have started and all the different political figures that are involved. I, 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 all the different countries that are involved and what the reasons for. I, 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 I'm just thinking about, I'm only thinking about are we prepared and, 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 and for these things and what do you mean by prepared? Well, one, are you armed? Do you have any training with a firearm? Have you ever fired a gun? Because you may have to defend yourself. Now, there's a lot of people here in this country that are already armed, that are expert marksmen, that can, you know, that can, that they, they hunt and do all kinds of stuff. But they're very familiar with firearms, and a lot of people aren't. A lot of people just aren't because they don't really have to. They don't really have to, to fire a gun. Do you have a place to go? Do you have shelter? You got an evacuation plan? Do you have a contingency plan for your evacuation plan? Do you have reliable transportation? Are you going to have access to clean water, a gas mask, a biohazard suit, first aid kits? 
Do you know how to tie a knot? Can you start a fire? Can you farm and grow things? You have access to a bomb shelter? Can you hunt for food? Do you have a support system? Can you fix things? The list goes on. Canned goods, et cetera, et cetera. What are we going to eat? Et cetera, et cetera. It continues on. What do we do if an electromagnetic pulse hits? Nobody really thinks about that. Nobody, if an EMP hits, we're fucked. You hear me? <laughs> I don't want to laugh. But if an EMP, if an EMP goes off, we're fucked. We just are. There's no waiting for the power to come back on. There's no Duke Energy coming out here to try to flip the switch to get your shit to come back on. Yeah, no more TikTok. No more posting your shit. Not unless, of course, you have prepared. You have doomsday prepped. Are you talking about doomsday prepping, Darren? Maybe. I might be talking about prepping for the day that society falls apart. There's got to be something. You know, we've got to be prepared somewhat because it feels, it's most certainly feels like we are on the cusp of some major bullshit. It really does feel like we're running right into some shit. Don't it? Don't it? And I put it well beyond this president. I put it on all the presidents and all the motherfuckers that were involved and in being in people's business enough to want to go to war and fight. I heard a meme the other day. Well, I read a meme the other day, and it was something to the effect of they send these young boy, old, old men who hate each other and don't but don't kill each other send young men who don't know each other and don't hate each other to kill each other and that blew my fucking mind because it is like i said we don't we're just some people man we're just some fucking people that's all we are i, I i'm just a guy dude i i, I got a regular existence I, I i got a dog i, I you know I, I like macaroni and cheese you know what i mean i be watching fucking the walking dead i mean really i'm just a regular dude i mean i'm not trying to like call like be part of some sort of espionage or any of that bullshit i'm just a regular guy your beef isn't with me <laughs> Or my family or my friends and not for nothing, my next door neighbor and them and those other people down the street and these people down here, we don't have beef with y'all. But you know why we do? Some of us, because we have been told to have beef with y'all. We have been 
told to have beef by our political figures. And again, I don't want to get into politics, but I'm just calling it what it is, man. These motherfuckers is out here just making all kinds of crazy, crazy, whimsical decisions that affect all of our lives. So and we don't have any control over that. We don't have, well, I mean, we do, we could vote, but it's, it's hard to get that shit together. But we, we, we have to figure out a way to get prepared as individuals. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. And are you being a bit extreme, Darren? God damn right. Motherfucking right. Yes, I am being extreme. Now, a lot of you, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that I full-time live in an RV. I keep it full of gas. I keep it clean. But she's ready to go at a moment's notice. She's ready to pick up and bounce at a moment's notice. We're out of here. We are out of here. And it's simple as that. I'm not waiting around. As soon as I hear... All it, I'm out, bro. I'm starting the engine, and I'm out. Now, I got a perilous journey in front of me because I can't go nowhere without my kids. But we out of here. We we are headed someplace rural. <laughs> you know, this is what we've planned. This is my my wife and I laying in bed at night, fantasizing about the shit that we would do should the world come to an end. <laughs> so... This is what we would do. This is this is what we want to do. We really do. We want we want to buy some land. And more and more you see these things. You see people purchasing large amounts of land. And what are they doing with this land? What are they doing with this land? We kind of have an idea, but we really don't know. And we're going to find that out when I come back from this break. You're listening to the Darren Harris podcast. Be right back. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now, and the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger, because we have professional grade supplies for every industry, even hard to find products. And we have same day pickup and next day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Now, back to the Darren Harris Podcast. Hey, folks, what's up? Welcome back to the show. <clears throat> I'm Darren. But you already know that. 
<laughs> How's your mental health, folks? How is it? How's your mental health this week? Mine is pretty good. Mine's pretty good, except for a lot of this stuff has been on my mind. My wife is recovering nicely, so I've been a lot less stressed. I've been real busy in the kitchen, though, making food and helping her out wherever I can. So that makes her feel good, which makes me feel good, which helps, which helps me. But I will tell you what's going on over here. I'm not really digging that. <laughs> I'm not really digging all the conflict in the world putting us at risk. I don't dig it at all. I think it's inconsiderate. <laughs> but nevertheless, that's no excuse not to be prepared if something were to happen. So, what do you do? What happens? What do you do? What would you do? What can you do? If our country is attacked, if we are attacked, it could be at any time. It could be in the middle of the night. It could be middle the middle of the day. If our country is attacked, it could be attacked from within. Don't forget that. That's a very real possibility. We could be attacked from right here within our own borders. Very real possibility. But let's just say they launch a bunch of nuclear weapons over here and all of a sudden we're at war. We're at war. There's a lot of warheads. I think Russia has like 5,000 warheads, something like that. Nuclear warheads. Crazy business. Why do you need that? We're not far behind. But all this conflict in the world is, is destabilizing everybody. And the citizens of these conflicts are really the people who are suffering, the, the, the civilians, the innocent women and children. It's crazy what's happening in Israel and in, in, in Palestine. It's, it's, it's horrible. It's horrible to hear. It's really horrible to watch. You know, but, I mean, what do these people, what do they, what do these people do? They got to live. They have to survive every day. I mean, this is, this is their way of life. Rockets and grenades and just shooting all the time out of nowhere. Markets just blowing up out of nowhere. What if that starts happening here? How do we survive? How do we push through? 
So how do you prepare? So you got to do risk assessment. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to do risk assessment. You got to make sure that, that, you know, that we're going to be attacked by somebody credible. <laughs> so if they say they're going to fucking get us, we got to, we got to, we got to really look at that. You need a clear line of communication with the government, including emergency channels and protocols. Absolutely. Absolutely. Public awareness. Got to get people involved. Got to develop an intimate, I mean, implement a public awareness campaign to educate citizens about potential threats and safety measures. You got to have an emergency response plan, create a comprehensive emergency response plan that outlines roles and responsibilities and procedures for government agencies. Strategic locations. Identify strategic locations for emergency shelters, evacuation centers, and command posts. Infrastructure preparedness. Ensure critical infrastructure such as hospitals and communication networks. Make sure they're fortified and prepared for potential attacks. Make sure you protect those places. Military readiness. Assess and enhance the readiness of the military right here at home. Include training exercises and equipment maintenance. Because I'll tell you what, fighting war someplace else is one thing, but fighting war on your own turf, on your own turf, is is different. Now, that should that 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 that's just in case somebody gets a wild hair up their ass and decides they want to try the United States and try to invade us on the ground. They're gonna not only meet the United States, but they're gonna re meet every gang member and redneck that they could ever think that they ever wanted to meet in their lives. So. I'm not really worried about people invading us on the ground. I'm more worried about other attacks. You know, other attacks. Nuclear attacks. Nuclear attacks, however you say it. I don't know. But I'm more worried about attacks like that. Because they they decimate large areas of land. And they have the potential to kill... I mean, if if... If a nuclear warhead went off on, on Manhattan Island, that's it for Manhattan Island and everybody on it. And not for nothing, sometimes the blast radius is 100 miles. You know, that, I, that I've heard. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty significant. You know, and then not to mention the radiation. And the nuclear fallout. Nuclear fallout, however you say it. There's a lot that goes with that. There's a lot that goes with these things being detonated here at at the crib. Just is. So we know, we know what the government needs to do. We know exactly what the government needs to do. But what do we need to do? What do I need to do at my house is what I'm talking about. What do I need to do at my house? Well, the first thing you need to do is just like them, risk assessment. Assess potential risks at your location, wherever you live at. 
during wartime, wherever you live at, you assess any risk that anything, anything that you think is a risk. Think about where you are. Think about think about where you are. Think of if, if you're someplace close to a military installation, you're in good shape. You're in good shape. Infrastructure is very critical. It's it's really critical. So if you have if if you're in an area where your infrastructure is intact, then you're ahead of the game. But a lot of times they do. They they attack the infrastructure. So just just hypothetically speaking, the infrastructure was targeted. You need to find alternatives to that. So you have to you have to see what what your risks are right now. We just got hit. What's going on right now? Well, you you got to get some supplies. We already know you have to get some supplies. Well, what do you get? The first thing you go and get is you get some some emergency medical supplies. You go get like first aid kits, and then you get other things. You get like uh, non perishable food. You get water, um, uh, batteries, toothpaste, and soap, and things of that nature. You collect these things. You get all that stuff together. A lot of people, they like to have like their homes, you know, with a safe room. They'll have a safe room in their homes. Those those work, but safe rooms can backfire. There's a movie with Jodie Foster called Safe Room. She thought she was slick, and the dude pumped some some fumes in the safe room. She almost gassed her out of that bitch. But you know, a safe room is is definitely is definitely considerable home fortification you gotta i mean protect your shit man there's a lot that goes with it and i sit and i do oh yeah communication you gotta establish communication with family members find out where everybody is I mean, I know everybody's got some pretty good neighbors, you know, so neighborhoods, I believe, especially close knit neighborhoods, I think they'll do really well because I think they can lean on each other to 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 trade and help each other survive. If you got to leave where you are. For some reason, if you just got to leave where you are, make sure that you have some evacuation routes planned. Make sure you have where you're trying to get to mapped out a few different ways. I like to know, me and my wife drive around the back roads a lot, just so we know where we're going, where, we, where we're going and where not to go, which is also very important. I'll be trying to get my wife to be on some emergency drills all right, get up and let's shut off the air conditioner and turn the propane off and empty the black tank. And <laughs> She's like, take your ass back to bed, bro. <laughs> but for real, you know, I like to be, that was a crutch word, I like to be prepared. My wife is like MapQuest. If she, 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 if she goes like a particular direction, she'll remember this direction. So, you know, her being in the car is very valuable. 
I suppose you'd want to try and venture out in your community, like I said. I think that would be, that's really the kind of the best bet. I think a lot of these communities, what, what would end up happening, I think, and this is what I believe, I think what would end up happening is a lot of these communities, these tight-knit communities, would really forge together. They would forge together. Now, you're going to have a lot of displaced people. There's going to be a lot of displacement, like a lot of it. But I think that people will pool in certain areas. But there's trouble there, too. There's trouble there, too. Because then all of a sudden you become like refugees in your own in in your own country. Nowhere to go, nowhere to sleep, can't go back home. It's leveled. What do you do? Your job's not even there anymore. The bank's blown the fuck up. Can't withdraw money if it's even worth anything. It's just so much shit to imagine. <laughs> if you if we were attacked, I, I mean, so much stuff you got to like first aid, man. You got to learn basic first aid, and you're supposed to know some first aid. But the majority of Americans, if some, they don't know first aid, they don't know first aid. They don't. Motherfuckers, they don't know the fucking Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> they, people don't know that shit. They don't learn that shit anymore. You got to know how to fucking fight. All kind of shit, man. I mean, like, because you got to defend yourself. And like I said, here at the house, even though we're warring with other people, people here at your own house will test you and try you. And it's a shame that it's got to be like that. But you got to be ready for anything. But the larger group you, the larger the group you're in, the safer you'll be. Learn how to build and make fire. <laughs> that's that, that's as simple. I'm 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 actually getting ready to. Try and teach myself how to make fire. I need to know how to make fire. <laughs> like from scritchity scratch. I have glasses. My wife has glasses also. So there's got to be a way. <laughs> there's got to be a way to make some fire. So I'm going to try and figure out how to make fire because that's probably one of the most important things, especially after like something like an EMP. <laughs> Horrible. Terrible, man. I can't even... Ugh. Growing shit, like I said before, growing shit is always cool. If you can grow shit, then at least you know you can eat. At least you know that you'll be able to eat some things and some healthy things at that. I think a lot of people would get back down to the, to the basics of food. <laughs> I really think the basics of food would make a serious comeback. <laughs> I bet you motherfuckers would be just selling bags of Doritos for like a hundred dollars. <laughs> Ugh.
the liquor stores cleaned out. Everything, everything, just everything burned out, everything. Because don't let there be lawlessness here because it's just an opportunity. But I think somehow if we as Americans realize that it's not just us fucking with ourselves, but we're legitimately being attacked by someone else. I think that has a tendency to put people in a different perspective. I was having a conversation with my buddy Dave and he said uh, he was shocked that during 9-11 New York didn't turn in on itself and eat itself from the inside. And I was there. I was actually there. I watched the whole thing happen. And New Yorkers, they get a bad rap. I, I'd say we get a bad rap. And I say it like this because, listen, after 9-11 and the way that I felt, and it wasn't just New York. It was everywhere. After we realized that we had been attacked, that it was an attack, after we realized that it was an attack, it almost kind of galvanized our country and and strengthened our resolve. It's almost like people went out of their way almost to be nice to each other, to be kind to each other. It was a horrible time, but it was a it was a it was a good time for for people to for just for niceness, just for doing good deeds. And I know that doesn't mean a lot to a lot of people, but it means a lot to me. So what else? Communication skills, develop effective communication skills to navigate tense situations and collaborate with others. Yeah. Learn how to talk to motherfuckers in the apocalypse. <laughs> because for real, legitimately, especially if shit is lawless, expect a lot of death and destruction. That's just the way human nature is. It just expect a lot of death and disrespect and destruction. You saw what happened during Hurricane Katrina. It was terrible. And that wasn't even war, but so much death and destruction, so much disrespect amongst people. People were raped and killed and all kinds of stuff, robbed. Even even amongst tragedy. So you got to find out some good travel options. Vehicle maintenance. Regularly maintain your vehicle to ensure it is in good working condition. So if you have to bounce at a moment's notice, there is not a problem. Now, we have two vehicles. We have our CRV, our Honda CRV, and of course we have our Class A RV. So we have to keep both of those um, maintained and make sure that the oil is changed and whatever it, whatever it is, the fluids are, are are topped off. Whatever we need to do, the air conditioners work. That there's always gas. The tire treads are are whatever they are. There's no real engine problems. I can kind of take care of most of the things myself. And that's that's really important. That's that's important to be able to have vehicles that you can actually work on. And that's one thing that I was kind of wanting when I did 
when we got the motorhome, now I know there's newer motorhomes with like computers in the engine and things of that nature, but I don't necessarily need a computer. I just need an engine that works in a in a in a in a class because we're just we're just moving it from here to here to live in because that's what we do. We live full time in an RV, and right now we are home based and and we'll be here for a little bit, but we're probably going to raise up here before too long and go try and see some of the other country and and see where we might want to be because one of the things we thought to get prepared is maybe we should buy some land maybe we should buy some land land is a good idea i think land is a good idea because there's a lot of opportunities with land like recently we have been seeing now that we have an rv we've been seeing a lot of people on tiktok facebook you name it, the social media platform, people are buying plots of land, and you know what they're doing with them? They're turning them into RV parks, and that's no bullshit. Why? Because more and more people are choosing this lifestyle. Why? Why are more people choosing this lifestyle? Why are more people deciding, you know what, I'm just going to ditch everything that I know I don't want to pay rent to a motherfucker no more. I'm tired of this mortgage. I don't want to owe nobody 350000 This house ain't worth it. I can't get a... And they're looking at RVs as an alternative way of living and essentially an alternative way of surviving. And I think it's a very good idea, but there are risks. You have to keep yourself safe, especially... You know, after, I mean, after something like this happens, you will definitely have to keep yourself safe because lawlessness is very, very possible. Although I think that we might galvanize as a country, I don't think it would be that, not unless it was some sort of civil war. If it were some sort of civil war, then we're really in trouble because that would just, that would be devastating. That would be devastating to ourselves because... That's just stupid because we're just Americans fighting Americans. It doesn't make any sense. And the sooner we realize that, the better off we'll be. You got to have survival skills, folks. You got to start. You got to start getting trained up. I see a lot of people, you know, doing MMA gym, you know, going to the MMA gym and learning how to grapple and fight, and that's great. You know, I want to do that myself. But I don't want to do it as a sport. Although it would be cool to do it as sports, I don't really want to get beat up and shit like that. You know, I don't want to get knocked out and that bullshit. But, you know, if it comes down to it. But to know how to defend ourselves efficiently, lethally and non-lethally. Is that a word? Lethally? <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to be able to defend my family. Should anything, should anything arise, and that's ultimately what I believe everybody's concern is, is the, per, the preservation of themselves and the people that they love. And I think that's everybody. I think we all have people that mean a lot to us, and the thought of war coming to our shores is definitely, definitely a scary thing. But don't do what I do. Don't get caught up on it. Don't, don't, don't dwell on this. You know, don't stress yourself like I do. 
<laughs> over things like this. Like I said, it's, these are things that, I mean, we really is, is beyond our control. The only thing we can do, like I said many times already in this podcast, is prepare. And the more prepared we are, the better people we are prepared to survive. This is a resilient country. Regardless of how it started, regardless of where we are now, one thing about the people of this country, or the people that are in here, or here, born here, is we have a type of resilience. We have a type of tenacity that no one really has. That no one really has. And if it came down to it and we had to go to war and it was war here in the streets and we had another country invading our country, I think a lot of all the hang-ups that we have go away. And I bear arms right next to my fellow American brother, regardless of what race or religion or color he is. At that minute, all that matters is that we defend our home. This is where we're from. This is where we live. And if you're going to come over here and take it, you're going to take this ass whooping with you. So I think that's going to do it for this week's episode, folks. Go out, get yourself, get yourself equipped. Personal safety matters. The safety of the people around you matters. Get prepared, stay informed. Don't fall for the fake bullshit. Don't fall for fake bullshit, but stay informed. Stay informed. Get all your get all your 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 documents together. Make sure that they're accessible in a dry place. Maintain proper mental, you know, get your mental health. Make sure that your mental, that you're doing things to help your mental health because it will be stressful. It is going to be stressful. In times of uncertainty, preparation and the acquisition of diverse skills contribute to the person, personal and community resilience, increasing the likelihood of navigating challenging situations safely. And with that, folks, I think I'm going to call it a night. Yeah, it's in the evening time here. <laughs> so think about that. Think about making a plan. Think about getting a plan together. There's plenty of publications that you can look up online, how to survive, all kinds of off-grid pro projects, all kinds of things. Do some research. Do the research on your, your, yourself. And I don't want to be, like I said, one of these doomsday prepper freaks, but I do want to be informed. I do want to give it a go. 
if if I have to. I don't want to be caught with my ass out. And I'm sure a lot of you don't want to be caught with your ass out either. So like I said, get yourselves together, man. And hypothetically, do it hypothetically. Hypothetically, what would you do? Make a plan. Hypothetically, what would you do if we if we went to war? Not if we had a meteor strike or alien invasion. Well, maybe an alien invasion because that's going to be war too. But if our country went to war, what would we do if we went to war? How would you prepare? How would you prepare your home? How would you protect yourself? How would you? Okay? Think about that. We'll talk about it some other time. Maybe I'll revisit this topic here before too long and and we'll talk about it some and as as whatever progresses around the world. I'm always going to talk about what I feel and how I feel about it or what I see and how I feel about it and this is just one thing I see and this is how I feel about it I want to thank my mother my wife and my father for being absolutely great people and giving me the love that I need to to help stabilize myself I want to thank my best friend Jay the producer of my show he's the man <laughs> gives me great ideas Always uh, has has nothing but wonderful words for me and encouragement. Some, sometimes he's, he's he has some you know critiques for me, but most of the time, you know he's he's my biggest fan. I want to thank Gentry Thomas for giving me the opportunity to be on this platform, the podcast playground. What a great great what a great platform, man! I absolutely love it, and thank you very much for the opportunity. And last but not least, I want to thank all the people that have listened to my show and no longer listen that are listening to my show right now and continue to listen and all the people who haven't listened that will listen in the future have a good night peace you've been listening to the darren harris podcast subscribe to the show give a good rating and everything you need to know is at darrenharris.com okay round two name something that's not boring Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.